United States submarine base at Key West, Florida. The dispatch that quoted President Truman's press secretary, Charles Ross, as saying that President Truman has no knowledge of any secret project by this government that would give substance to the existence of such objects. Ross also said that both the Air Force and the Navy deny that such objects... Hi! Hi! Um... Hey, what's up? My name's Noelle, and in the hood, I'm like Princess Diana. Do you like that? That's an Ice Spice lyric from her song, Princess Diana. Oh. I am also like Princess Diana in bed. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, R.I.P., R.I.P. Also, that's Chelsea. Um, I'm sorry. And yeah. I, we're also both, I'm wearing my Diana tribute shirt, and you're wearing the Harvard Diana. It's a Diana day, man. It is a Diana day. I was very much feeling it. Um, I think it was um, Ice Spice was just on the cover of I'm blanking on the magazine, but they literally titled it like Princess Diana of Rap, and I was like, that's actually so sick of her. Um, But anyway, speaking of things Princess Diana would hate, and I know Ice Spice hates, have you seen, and you, Chelsea, and everyone listening, have you seen the fucking cursed ass 45 second footage of mortal enemy of the podcast and honestly mortal enemy of the state and honestly mortal enemy of humanity gwyneth paltrow none other than goop founder herself talking about what she eats in a day on a podcast have you seen it oh i feel like i've seen it in the sense that gwyneth paltrow came on my tiktok feed and she went i have coffee and i immediately swiped past it is that what it is Yes, let me preface this, okay? For those who don't know, go look it up. And this ties back into what we were talking about before we hit record. So, Gwyneth Paltrow is sitting at this podcast, and it's being recorded and filmed, and the host is like, so, I see you're hooked up to an IV, and she, like, giggles, and she's like, yeah, you know, you know me, and he goes, just like me. So there's a, first of all, before we get into what she says, there's like a phenomenon now, girl. Let me, oh, let me, let me, let me, oh. Anyone, fucking anyone can just like be like these IV people. Look it up. Mm-hmm. There's some in Utah where they'll like come to your house or you can go to their facilities and it's the same bitches, peace and love to them, peace and love to them. It's the same bitches who are like doing your fucking nails and doing your fucking lashes who are like, yeah, I do IVs now too. And they do like IVs for hangovers. They'll do like IV um, multi-pack vitamins. They are- I kind of like that, but no. probably not qualified. I want vitamins delivered. Via IV. I know, but like, and and like, there's part of me, trust me, when I first heard about like the, uh, the girlies that'll come to your house and hook you up to an IV to cure your fucking hangover. And it's like 150 to $200, something crazy like that. But I was like, that's actually slay of them. But then I was like, as soon as I was like, oh, because there was one time I was super hungover and I was talking to my mom and she was like, I'll send you money to get one of these IVs. She's like, I know they do like this company does 50% off like your first IV session. They'll come to your house. I'll pay for it. Cause I was like, so sick. I was like, I can't even let the dogs out right now because you know, we're old. So like alcohol hits us different. Mm-hmm. I'm hungover for a week. I'm hungover for seven business days. And she's like, let me just get this for you. And I, at first I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, actually that is so dark sighted 
peace and love again to them. I don't want this same. I don't want the fucking lash tech. I don't want the lash tech coming over to put a fucking IV in me. No, it's also, not hard. Also, like, this is where we're at. This is where we're at as a society. Like, we yeah. aren't given, like, proper medical care um, or the ability to have proper medical care and attention. And so we're, like, the the girlies doing fucking nails on Tuesdays and Thursdays also do IV bag drips Wednesdays and Fridays. That's crazy. Yeah, that's that is a little crazy. crazy. That's crazy. And I think they just like go get a certificate and then can do it. And like, I appreciate that. But also like, oh my God, that's so dark. And like now Gwyneth Paltrow is fucking showing up to um, this podcast recording with a little like hospital, like what are those things called that they put the IV bag on and you drag it around? I, with yeah, you? I don't like it's just like an IV stand. Yeah, she's sort like, of cart. Well, yeah, she's walking around with a little IV bag on the cart, doing this hooked up, doing this fucking interview. And I was like, that is so fucking dark sided. That is so fucking dark sided. There's something wrong about that. Like, if this was this was not the future I expected. Like, I expected us to like be able to like reach into the TV and buy things. Like, I was like, that's capitalism in the future. I did not expect it to be having an IV brought to the function. Like I did not, that's not what I expected it to be, mm-hmm. but it is apparently. And she's like, she's like talking about like, Oh, you know, I usually like the glutamate, whatever the fuck she's like saying all these, she typically likes these she's special IV bags. Paltrow, yeah. yeah. Just being just- the most insufferable white bitch you've ever seen in your fucking life. And, um, she's talking about all these like specialty ones that she prefers. Apparently like they're good for like, getting a glowy like glowiness back into your skin helping anti-aging blah, 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 blah. but she's like today i just have a multi-pack iv because you know i was flying and if that wasn't the most cursed way to start this fucking interview and we are mama five seconds in yeah five seconds in and then she goes on to talk about how for in a day she will not she doesn't want to drink anything that like will hire her blood pressure so she'll have she loves soup and almost every day for lunch she'll have bone broth and then maybe she'll have a black coffee and that's it and so really she's doing the iv bags because like she needs sustenance yeah that's how she's alive that's how she's alive like she would die without the iv bags and i'm just like the the crushing weight of it all just hit me in this moment where like the glamorization of peace and love, peace and love, peace and love, a fucking eating disorder. We're yeah. watching it like in real time. And then I like tried to make myself think that was funny. And I'm like, could you imagine going no. back in time? First of all, could you imagine? No. no yes. You're, could could not, you imagine? Not even no, once. Not even, can't even get there. But could you imagine going back in time <laughs> to like, not even like we don't even have to go back to like hunters and gatherers we can just like go back to like um early settlers like or not even maybe like the metropolises were just popping up right and mm-hmm. you had um four generations living in a one bedroom apartment in new york which is similar to what it is now um but could you imagine being like one of the richest women in the world who has access to everything and anything is choosing to drink bone broth 
every day as her form of sustenance and food, whereas you're doing it for survival. And uh, she's got to be hooked up to a fucking IV bag during interviews because without it, she'll fall over and die. And what I will say, and this is to my point when we were talking about how it feels like the internet is going back into its bullying phase, Mm -hmm. um, which I'm here for, but it's different because when the internet first blew up and like everyone was on like Twitter in 2009, and Tumblr, it was nasty. It was the Wild West. It's why we are the way we are today, right? Yeah. Watching beheading videos, two girls, one cup, one man, one jar. Say, Olympics. Say, yeah. Olympics girl, oh, yeah. Whatever, whatever your um, flavor of the week was, having access to that. And then like when Tumblr put out its like anonymous questions feature, like it was just the evil, evil, evil. It was evil and dark. And then we overcorrected and became like uh too sensitive in my personal opinion um and we like we just we overcorrected we were too far in the dark and then we became too far in the light and as we all know if you turn too far one way you'll end up on the other side um and now we are sitting we are seeing like an iteration of the internet where bullying is coming back but it's like it's like bullying for the good of humanity because everyone is like low-key bullying Gwyneth Paltrow for um, being hooked up to a vitamin IV bag and only drinking bone broth but they're doing it in a way of like oh would you look at here like another rich white woman promoting eating disorders on my timeline like it's it's another they're like doing it they're like bullying her but with like a cause and it's I was like, this uh, is what I like to see. It's like a, it's kind of like missionary work, I would say, but like, like not the, co- not like the colonization. Well, it's type. culturally insensitive to stomp on other people's cultures and beliefs, but mm-hmm. sometimes it just happens, and we gotta, yeah, let it happen. Yeah, I agree. When we bully Paltrow, yeah, I, I just think like. Bullying Gwyneth Paltrow as she subtly tries to influence everyone into starving themselves and getting IV bags is the best for humanity. It might not be the best for Gwyneth Paltrow, but at you know Fuck Gwyneth Paltrow. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes you gotta kill one to save the to save the herd. So Yeah. Yeah. It do be like that though. Yeah. Yeah. So um I'm excited to see the internet back in its righteous villain era. Speaking of villains. Ooh, I can't wait. I wanted tonight's uh, episode to be a little bit more light because of how much went into Haley Bieber and, you know, all that nonsense. But I think we're actually going to get a pretty substantial story because we got up to six pages, my guy. Oh, my gosh. Um... Oh my so, god, we're talking about Hollywood still. It's all connected. Dude, I couldn't get rid of Hollywood. I couldn't get rid of it because were you as surprised as the reception of the Haley Bieber episodes as I was? Because I thought that nobody would listen. I thought those were self-indulgent at best. I mean, they but you you answered the question within your statement. They were self-indulgent. And what yeah. does everyone love more than a little self-indulgence, mama? Yeah, people who don't even listen to our podcast told me that they listened to those episodes yeah i was like oh thank you for the support we will take it um in any way so 
Yeah, speaking of uh, celebrity drama concerning, you know, the fair share of music videos, interviews, and press releases regarding Selena Gomez, Hillsong Church, and the Beavers, we thought, why stop? There are so many other things we could also dissect when it comes to the Hollywood elite. Mm -hmm. So today, we are starting right at the top by going to the big guns themselves, Lady Gaga and Beyonce's music video telephone. Oh my god. Honestly, unrelated to conspiracy, stunning. Stunning? Absolutely stunning. Do you remember when that came out? Kind of. I remember the Glee episode where they covered it. God, sometimes you say things that are so sick and twisted. I laughed because I was nervous because I knew you were going to come get me. You're so so disgusting sometimes. It it really hurts my feelings because like this was a cultural cultural phenomenon because like not only did you have lady gaga and beyonce coming together which honestly a supernova supernova maybe a black hole should have happened because it was so much force and power smashing into each other you also had like this was when gaga was being um like the the rumor mill was up about her being um like i don't know what the I don't know if they were saying like she was trans or maybe like intersexed. Yeah, they thought. I remember the people like openly asking her in interviews if she had a penis. It was super rude. It was super disgusting and nasty and disrespectful. And she handled it with grace. She's like, what does it matter? What if I do? What does it matter to you? Why are you asking? And I was like, Slay. And this fucking music video opens up with um, her getting taken to jail. And the jail is hot sexy. Um, how sexy mamas and then she gets thrown in the cell ripped naked and she like jumps on the bars and they like blur out her crotch and then they're like two orderlies say make a comment of like oh huh i guess she doesn't have a dick and i was like this is actually one of the funniest ways to address this insanity and that's how they started this music video off and then you have a reference to fucking uh like quentin tarantino style shit with yeah, the pussy wagon, they, they nailed it, girl. They went hard, and I'm hard in the paint. And I'm really glad that I did not talk about Lady Gaga's genitals, not even once in this entire thing. So good for you. Until now, Impressive. oh well. Until now, okay. Um, but yeah, so essentially, this nine-minute-long music video was released in 2009, and although it displays a fairly upfront storyline where Beyonce bails Lady Gaga out of prison, where they subsequently go to a diner and poison everyone's breakfast, um, you described the main bulk of the video, which is the blurred out um, labia. Uh, but the lyrics aren't <laughs> really so. You, it's it's just it's it, that's just it. It's just a general gener- like a generic music video of just fun things to look at. When you um, say generic, it hurts my feelings. So this is sorry. an iconic music video of um, pop culture references. <laughs> well, the lyrics, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but the, the lyrics aren't really anything to write home about. Um, and if you are interested, feel free to look them up right now. Les Noel wants to sing them. Um, well, I will agree with you here. I will agree with you here. But much like most things, like the song is meh and the music video is slay. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. What do you what do you expect? It, that really, I, the song is about going to the club, and I'm assuming your shitty partner, who usually is ignoring you and a dickhead, is blowing up your fucking line because you're with your girl Beyonce, 
trying to have a, a good time and you're so yeah. sick of it. And that's the whole song. Yeah, that's literally the song. And then you see the music video and you're like, this is different. Um, but it makes it, it's like, what would that music video have been if she hadn't been um, in prison? It would have yeah. just been her ignoring her boyfriend. Um, so really they made it fun. Uh, I, I thought I could like trick you into singing just you're not going to trick me into singing anything okay. i can do like a um spoken word about it maybe no nah, it's all right we can move okay. on so either way wait, wait. Um, here you go i'll give you this yeah call all you want mm -hmm. but there's no one home and you're not going to reach what are you not going to reach chelsea telephone my telephone there you go <laughs> shit that's good. There you go. <laughs> Hold on. Let me compose myself. But um, <laughs> either way, the more um, people really started to begin to the con like cling to the concept of the Illuminati, it became really hard to not see some pretty glaring symbolism displayed by the Hollywood elite. And then as like when they're out and about and it's no different when it comes to music videos. Like it's one of those things that I see all the time where it's like, Oh, the Illuminati is doing this or like, Oh, they're only showing one eye Illuminati, blah, 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 blah. So obviously that one is going to be the most popular, but we are not going to point out covered eyes or doing the okay symbol or the eye of Osiris, because I think that that is, I don't know. It's almost like the weather balloon of conspiracy theories at this point, or it's mm -hmm. like the mannequin of finding a dead body. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's so prevalent and it's never what I want it to be. It's a mirage in the desert. I don't put any. So before anyone's like, Oh, you didn't even mention the Illuminati eyes. I don't care. I will not mention them. Yeah. That's, that's topical. That's topical. Yeah. So anyway, moving on, let's talk about her paparazzi video uh or much like her paparazzi video telephone was directed by the same swedish director named jonas akerland who is primarily known for the 2018 movie lords of chaos i have not seen it noel i assume you maybe have seen it you tend to see movies <laughs> <laughs> um yeah lords of chaos um how have you not seen it it it's about the norwegian black metal scene it talks about oh the uh, church burning yeah, I have seen Lord, it. I've, if that's what I'm, if that that's what I'm assuming, that's what it is. Lords of Chaos in 2018 ish. It was about, um, yeah, black metal, uh, and it and it brings, I think, fucking even Varg Beekerness is in it. Maybe I don't ever watch anything. Or no, 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 no. They have someone playing Varg Beekerness. Just kidding. They have someone playing Varg Beekerness, but it co it goes over um, mayhem and Hellhammer and the burning of churches and all that good stuff. Yeah. yeah. So this guy, yeah. So that's the guy. He also does Lady Gaga's music videos, her big popular ones. Uh, <laughs> but when I Googled that him. Actually, that, that is surprisingly, <laughs> the Venn diagram is kind of a circle. If we're the fun, really right? About it. Um, but it was, so I liked, I wanted to Google him to get more background information and one article like down the page. This wasn't on Bing either. It said that he was the Satanist director of Lady Gaga. And I was like, perfect, moving on. Um, <laughs> well, so, I mean, like anyone thinks that of a Lady Gaga music video though. Yeah, absolutely. I, again, this, this may take a turn that you 
aren't thinking it will, but it might also take a turn that you are thinking it will. We'll fly with whatever. Okay. It's just going to be chaos through and through. So um, I personally think that it is always funny to take songs where the lyrics are super dumbed down with a really repetitive musical beat and then listen to the artist talk about them. Like they are presenting something on the same tier as Beethoven. Yeah. Um, Because you're always left wondering like, how in the world did you get so big headed? Um, and Lady Gaga is no exception to this. So she told E! Online, quote, there was this really amazing quality in paparazzi where it kind of had this pure pop music quality, but at the same time, it was a commentary on fame culture. In its own way, even at certain points of working with Jonas Akerland, the director of both videos really achieved this high art quality in the way that it was shot. I wanted to do the same thing with this video, that video being telephone, and take a decidedly pop song, which on the surface has a quite shallow meaning, and turn it into something deeper. I mean... I will say you're this you're trying to shade the paparazzi music video in the same way that you are trying to shade the telephone music video. I agree with Lady Gaga here, okay? I don't That's know fine. if you remember the paparazzi music video and the lyrics again like also wasn't a scars guard in that fucking video? Um, I genuinely do not know. And I'm not saying I, this in a I way need you to get, I need you to get up, but it, it's all about like committing yeah. to the fame, right? Committing to the fame and like killing and dying. And even like the lyrics to paparazzi are just like, basically, um, I'm going to be miserable because you love me. Yeah. Fame, and you love me. That's fair. I don't want to say that I have it. I have, don't really know about it. And like, a pick me energy type of way. I want to say that I don't really know about it because of my um, shitty taste. That's fair. Um, there's nothing special. Yeah, there's no, literally nothing special about me whatsoever. I have seen the music videos, but my smooth brain has not committed them to memory. And I will accept that as a fault and not a character trait to brag about. Um, so when she said something deeper, though, people went deeper with that. And that's where the conspiracy uh, really started to pick up because people heard her say that deeper meaning and were kind of like, bitch, where? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So according to the Vigilant Citizen, quote, in paparazzi, Gaga plays the role of a mind control slave who is programmed to poison and kill her boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Telephone is a continuation of this story where Gaga goes to jail for her crime. In the video, the telephone is a metaphor for Gaga's brain. And the fact that she is not answering that phone, her brain, means that she has disassociated from reality. Disassociation is the ultimate goal of monarch mind control. (laughs) It is induced by traumatizing (laughs) events such as electroshock therapy or torture to force the victim to disassociate from reality. This enables the handlers to create in the victim an alter personality that can be programmed to perform various tasks, such as carrying out an assassination. It's so good to see familiar friends like Monarch Mind Control from the CIA. You know, it was fun too. I didn't go down this road, Um, but you always hear about like when people break their monarch mind control or like their MK ultra mind control. 
Um, like Miley Cyrus did it with her mm-hmm. twerk phase. You know what I mean? Um, Amanda Bynes kind of went off the rails a little bit when she disassociated from it. And something that's really interesting in the paparazzi music video is that Lady Gaga is wearing glasses. And when she mm-hmm. flips them up, they create like a Mickey Mouse ear. Silhouette. Yes, girl, that is and not lost on me. Beyonce does the same thing with the exact same glasses in the telephone music video. And people are like, they're breaking the control. Like it was very fun. I didn't go down that road because I don't want to mention Disney. Um, but isn't that, you neat? don't want to get sued. Um, it is fun. Cause the, the funny thing is, is um, I always felt like the telephone music video was cause like that whole era of Gaga and like the fame I don't know if you're going to talk about it later, but even her performance um, at the, I think it was at the MTV Music Awards or maybe it was the Grammys. I don't know. She did that performance where she's like in the all white and she's like saying the like, I'm your biggest fan. So she starts Um, bleeding everywhere. Yeah. And she starts bleeding. Yeah. And she's like dying and it's to paparazzi. It's to that song. And she's like performing it in front of everyone. And she's like dying and bleeding. And like, it's all about like, I'll die and kill myself just so you like pay attention to me and like that mm-hmm. whole fame album is like these subliminal notes of like fame kills hollywood society kills getting here is killing me like that's mm-hmm. just like common gaga lore um with with that whole album and with that performance and with the telephone music video yeah even talking about um killing the scars guard i would agree. also has a covered eye just so you always the eye yeah. but anyway um, but this next quote is from Dr. Ellen P. Lactor's The Relationship Between Mind Control Programming and Ritual Abuse. Now, will you read the italicized? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you make fun of me when I do it, but I put myself on mute and you're always just like disgusting. Well, well, you're, making me, you're making me read now, so I got to get it out. Trauma-based mind control programming can be defined as systematic torture that blocks a victim's capacity for conscious processing through pain, terror, drugs, illusion, sensory deprivation, sensory overstimulation, oxygen deprivation, cold, heat, spinning, brain stimulation, and often near death, and then employs suggestion and or classical and operant conditioning, consistent with well-established behavioral modification principles to implant thoughts, directives, and perceptions in the unconscious mind, often in newly formed trauma-induced disassociated identities that force the victim to do, feel, think, and or perceive things for the purpose of the programmer. The objective is for the victim to follow directives with no conscious awareness, including execution of acts in clear violation of the victim's moral principles, spiritual convictions, and violation installation of mind control programming relies on the victim's capacity to disassociate which permits the creation of new walled off personalities to quote hold and quote hide programming i really want to block onto those last two sentences because essentially it's saying the person who is being controlled will essentially follow directives with no conscious awareness because they create or adopt an identity in which they disassociate to. It's essentially the mind control version of 
um, disassociative identity disorder, mm-hmm. right? Where it's created as a purpose with purpose. Do you, you want to know what's interesting is like yes. a lot of people recently, I was even talking to someone recently, um, have been having success with letting go of like nicotine and letting go of like vapes and letting go of like smoking cigarettes by doing um, hypnosis therapy. Mm -hmm. Do you know about this? Yeah. My uncle actually did it. He went and got hypnotized to not be afraid of flying anymore and to not crave a cigarette. He had smoked for like 20 something years, walked out of there, never had a cigarette ever again. Yeah. So I've heard uh, multiple stories now of people going and getting um, hypnosis to end their nicotine addictions to vapes specifically. And they went from like vaping fucking every five seconds to cold turkey the moment they walked out the doors. And I feel like there used to be a jokiness about hypnotherapy. You know, you'd see it at a fair and you'd be like, that's all fake. But now it's almost like um, reintegrating itself into the collective consciousness as like a valid and viable form of like therapy, essentially. Yeah. And like at the end of the day, like that's kind of what this is. It's like rather than a hypnosis state, you are in a disassociative state. And which arguably maybe could be this, you know, different sides of the same coin, who knows? Um, But like when someone's in that altered consciousness state of mind, and then you're like saying things like whether it's you no longer crave nicotine, you no longer need nicotine, your vape actually disgusts you, or assassinate the president. Um, Like it's kind of the same thing. Like it kind of is the same thing, really. It doesn't, it doesn't seem as outlandish as it once used to, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, not at all. So it's real. I mean, people disassociate all the time. People are like, yeah, I disassociated from my childhood because it was shitty. Or people get into a car wreck and they're like, I don't remember it. You know, yeah. it's it's very, it's like not that weird. Yeah, people and also disassociate on a fucking drive home from work and don't even remember how they got home. I'm not even going to lie. Every time. And you yeah. know what? I live at home. And sometimes I'm like, how the, f- or I live at home. <laughs> I mean, I work at home. It's shocking. Uh, and I'm like, shocking. what happened? How did I get here? Yeah, no. Huge if true that I live at home. Huge. Well, yet to find out. Um, anyway, are we saying that Lady Gaga is a programmed assassin and or victim of MK Ultra? No, not really. Mm. Um, but what we really want to do is highlight that the use of symbolism in Lady Gaga's music videos um, that she does so often and so very meticulously does, in fact, incorporate hidden messages and meanings into them that can be easy to miss. And that symbolism and those meanings do have power when they are repeated. You know, we talk about topas all the time, or mm-hmm. we also talk about the fact like you get conspiracies from when there's smoke, there's fire. Um, so let's talk about some of the examples of this symbolism in her music videos. So bad romance has a bunch of references to another beautiful video. This is, I think I just want you to know, I don't know if you know this about me. I don't know if anyone really knows this about me. I'm just going to say it. I love Lady Gaga, but I used to be like obsessed. Like Mm -hmm. I used to dress as lady gaga and like go to school like i had school appropriate lady gaga inspired outfits whether it was like a disco ball 
bra top, the glasses from this video, specifically the bad romance video. Um, the wig, I had like a blonde bob wig. Um, I was a big fan of Lady Gaga. That's fun. I love that. There's okay, nothing thanks. wrong with that. Thank uh, you. I think we should allow our children to express themselves through the people that they look up to. Thank even you. If those, yeah, even if you're like, I don't understand it myself. But um, it would have been a shame if you weren't allowed to do that, dare I say. Yeah. Yeah. So dare I say Noel, one of Noel's top favorites, uh, bad romance mm-hmm. has a lot of references to her struggles with fame and the music video, uh, the music industry and her video of a million reasons has often been taken by fans to symbolize Gaga's want to leave Hollywood. But the fact that she's being held back, um, friend and simultaneous enemy of the podcast, Alex Jones, host mm, of Info yeah. Wars, has described Gaga's performances as some kind of Illuminati ritual. He even warns Americans to avert their eyes whenever Gaga takes the stage, saying, quote, ruling that she is ruling over everyone with drones everywhere, surveilling everyone in a big swarm, ruling over them with the rise of the robots and a ritual of lesser magic, as reported by The Independent. So you want to know what's interesting about this is like with the bad romance music video, how anyone could see this as like negative or nefarious where I more think of it as like a cry for help. Truly. Like there's a scene in the bad romance music video that is almost reminiscent to um, the yummy music video that Justin Bieber put out where she just as he is essentially serving himself on a platter for all of these, like assuming Hollywood elite executives to fucking eat him up. Mm-hmm. there's a scene in bad romance where gaga is like standing in the middle um of a circle of men who are looking at her like they want to fucking eat her it's like gone past like you're hot to like i'm gonna devour you and yeah. she's in um like panties and a bra and she's like draped in these like uh diamond-esque crystals just kind of like fawning in the middle almost like uncomfortably on display Mm-hmm. And I, if anything, I would say it's like it's more of those uh, like a cry for help about the Illuminati and the powers that be um, rather than her like performing Illuminati rituals. Yeah, that's because she got you. You're in. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't listen to Alex Jones. Well, it's just like, I don't know. I feel like I feel like we're trying to say the same thing. We're just like he yeah, saw no. it in a different way. For sure. For sure. Um Luckily, that's not the point, so we don't even have to agree on it. Um, (laughs) Ultimately, Lady Gaga, like most talented artists, use symbolism in their music videos, not only as a form of artistic expression, but it also helps them establish a unique and memorable brand. As we dive into the main portion of our episode tonight, that's right, we're not even in the main portion of the episode tonight. Just keep in mind the sinister nature of Lady Gaga's music videos, and remember... She might not be the person we want her to be, Noel. Well, ready? she always will be to me. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go back to the 2000s. God, I don't to want alive. to. No, we gotta. <laughs> uh, it was during this time that a young singer named Lena Morgana was starting to become a rising star in the music industry. She was insanely talented, had her own original songs, creative music videos, and even a publishing deal with Sony Music. In 2007, Lena was introduced to one Stephanie Germanata, who we now know as Lady Gaga, (gasps) 
who was relatively unknown at the time. Stephanie began working under Lena, helping her with some songwriting and singing her backup vocals. The two were brought together by producer Rob Fusari, who wanted an edgy and bold set of stars to work with. And he really thought that he found something in Lena and had hoped that having Stephanie could push her into the spotlight. Lena was really getting ready for her career to explode too, as rumors had it that MTV was even set to make a documentary series about her. Even with Lena being the star child with all the opportunities being handed to her, the two women quickly became best friends and worked on roughly 11 to 12 songs together. But instead of staying with the Sony label like her BFF Lena, Stephanie signed with Interscope Records, took on the persona of Lady Gaga, and the rest is history. It was only one year later, in 2008, where Gaga's career absolutely exploded when she released her debut album, The Fame, which included songs like Poker Face and Just Dance, which absolutely dominated the charts. Mm -hmm. She became a global sensation and a household name virtually overnight, while Lena was somehow left in a stasis in her own success. Tragically, in October of that same year, and only two months after the release of The Fame, Lena committed suicide by jumping off the Staten Island Hotel in New York. Wow. Now, the untimely death has left many fans and critics speculating about her potential for success and the impact she could have had on the music industry. And I mean, it is absolutely tragic that we will never get to see her talents and unique style. Except guess what, Noelle? We fucking we, can. We do. We sure do. Because Lady Gaga stole them. Oh, my God. That's right. According to those closest to Lena, her music and looks have continued to live on and flourish in Lady Gaga's early music career. If you compare side-by-side -side photos of the two, you'll see eerie similarities between costumes, sets, and performance themes that Lena had come up with first. Gaga was a rich girl when she met the up-and-coming Lena, and as soon as she could, she chameleoned her way into Lena's life and laughed all the way to the bank. Even Lena's family has commented on these similarities, with an article from Betches.com stating, quote, And while Lady Gaga has never commented publicly on Morgana's death, Morgana's family has no issue bringing up the connection between the two. Her mother told the New York Post that every other word she says is from Lena and accused Gaga of acting like she experienced the same tough childhood as Morgana. Lena's former boyfriend agreed, telling the Post that when he saw Gaga's new look, it was, quote, the same style, the same look, the same music, the same voice, the same jawline as Lena. He added it was like looking at a ghost. Bro, you know that there's even a Forbes article about this? Oh, we're going to quote the Forbes article. Oh, my it's God. In okay. Oh, my God. Thank God. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Now, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. There's people like Dane Cook who steal their best shit from those who are more talented than them all the time. What's the big deal? Well, honestly, no elf. It just ended there. We would just be looking at any other Hollywood success story. So let's dive into the real conspiracy here. And it isn't that Lena jumped to her death. It was that she was pushed. There it is. Asterix. Allegedly. There it is, mama. Don't come after me, Lady Gaga. 
So there is an extremely popular theory that not only did Stephanie push Lena off the roof of the hotel, but she did so to take and assume her onstage persona, which we all now lovingly refer to as Lady Gaga. In fact, we talked about the paparazzi music video and how there are very distinct, meticulous, and intentional images in there that were put there on fucking purpose by director Jonas Akerlund, where they reference deeper meanings. And let's talk about one scene in particular, which was released a year after Lena's death, where we see Gaga thrown from a balcony to her death by an ex-lover. Yes. The music video then shows the front page of a newspaper with the headline, Lady No More Gaga. Now, if you read that fast enough, it sounds a little bit more like Lady No Morgana. Wow. <laughs> which is a very cryptic clue about what really happened to Lena. Now, before anyone comes at me of like, people don't do that in music. They don't go Lady No Morgana. Do not come for me because if you seek Amy was done by the very successful Britney Spears and we all know what that fucking means so it yeah, is a very girl. real thing that happens in pop songs just like see you next Tuesday absolutely we all know what it means and if it goes fast enough you 100% know that that's intentional yeah if you seek Amy and Lena's mom named Yana is pissed about all of this not only does the entire family not believe she committed suicide but they've also gone far enough to sue Lady Gaga for rights to the songs that she had recorded with Lena and also rights to some of the images that she has stolen from her. So according to the article from Forbes.com, wow. Yana, the mom, accuses Gaga of stealing her daughter's fashion style, performance techniques, and dramatic stagecraft. She also told the paper that Gaga assumed her daughter's dark side, saying, Gaga talks about having a dark and tragic life, but she had everything she wanted in the world. She went to the same high school as Nikki Hilton. Her parents were rich. Belina did have a tough life, and Gaga stole that from her. Dude, you're not wrong. Because, like, her dad owned an internet company, and her mom at one point was um, the VP of Verizon. Yeah, dude. And, um, and they went to, like, the elite private schools of New York, the same ones that the Hiltons went to. Yeah, absolutely. And the one theory, so there's a few theories, like um, Lena's mom literally believes that Lady Gaga straight up Ursula the Sea Witched her daughter in the sense that she did some magical ritual and stole Lena's life force in like an Illuminati ritual, right? Look at how big my eyes are getting right <sighs> yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there... This is the conspiracy that there was some sort of ritual to catapult Lady Gaga into the limelight and Lena was her sacrificial lamb to get there. Interesting. Interesting. Do you know what the most interesting thing is? What? Despite all of this, Lady Gaga has yet to comment or acknowledge the existence of her best friend and has never spoken about her tragic death. Not even once. So crazy. You know, that is actually interesting because, like, you know, the whole uh, Joanne persona that Gaga took on and that whole album and that whole, like, pink cowboy hat era was supposed mm -hmm. to be, like, 
um, in honor of like her aunt that died. So, and she was really like leaning in on that. And I even remember there was like a documentary series where she's talking to her dad about her dead aunt. And mm -hmm. he's kind of like, he, he kind of is like making fun of her because like she never knew her. And yeah. so she's like, you know, why are you like making this your entire personality? Like, this is kind of a little interesting. Mm -hmm. um, but like knowing that, and then also knowing that um, like her once best friend that she was up and coming in the music scene with tragically died by suicide. And she hasn't made like an entire fucking in memoriam album is kind of strange. Mm -hmm. But one thing that she does talk about is how she likes to take on a persona or when she is performing, she disassociates into a new identity, which is very much like the MK Ultra or disassociation or trauma experience. It's like she allegedly killed her best friend so that she could become famous and now like has this weird obsession, disassociative trauma bond with her where like literally she let lena live on through her by some say stealing but it's also like is she being possessed there's a lot of really weird rabbit holes to go down with this one um i went with the most uh kosher one of that lady gaga got killed her and stole her identity and got her out of the way so that she couldn't be like hey you stole this from me and she's alluding to it through her music videos yeah, and it's like we just talked about how her music videos are very um, intentional. So you're not going to put anything in there that's not intentional, and you're not going to yeah. put anything in there that you don't want to reference. And so the fact that she's like, hell yeah, I'm going to reference killing my best fucking friend, Lady Gaga. But now this was early career stuff too. So now then this is like post a uh, million reasons million reasons is where she kind of snaps out of it because in the very beginning of that music video she's like thrown into the desert and then all these black cars come to get her to drag her back in and she's trying to tell people like i'm trying to get out of it but they got me ah, this isn't this is a fun one isn't it fun this is a fun one it, it is also interesting like i don't know nothing is happening to the family of Lena. Like they didn't get anything. They didn't get a single penny. Hmm. Interesting. And there too. are songs that they released to get, that they recorded together that aren't released, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. So you can go and like, look at the stuff. Um, she's still like Lena. The family keeps her website up to date. So you can go, you can even leave like messages on there. I went to like the find a grave for her to see like if it said anything and it was just like her family doesn't believe she committed suicide and that's mm -hmm. like basically it. And there's a little bit of like theory to it too because some people might be like she committed suicide because like she missed her chance and her less talented friend got it. But there were some things in the works for her. She was um, she had multiple music videos out. Yeah. And for her death, she may not have you know, gotten into the same limelight of as she could have gotten with like her MTV documentary, but she had been um, the lead singer of this band where MTV was filming stuff with them. So even though it wasn't the same trajectory that Lady Gaga had, it was definitely something that she could have looked forward to and been very excited about. Um, very suspicious. That is suspicious. Huh? Ah, that's interesting. That is interesting. Hmm. 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 Well, 
yeah, that's it. That's I wish it could go all the way to the top, but all this time we were out worrying about what was in her pants. We should have been worried about the blood on her fucking hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're so right. That's exactly it. Um, and I feel like now you're just going to love her more. Maybe. I'm going to try to listen to some of this, uh, some of Lena's music. I'm going to look more into that. I'm very interested. Um, weird. Hmm. Okay. Well, um, now that I have more research to do in listening to this girl's music, um, things that you can do, you listening. In our bios, I am at Noelle Fane. That is at Sith Lord. We are at Go to Hell Podcast. You can find a link tree. And in that, you can find a link to our Patreon. A dollar gets you in. New episodes every week. It's a fun place to be. Um, and if maybe listening to us, you're over it, you want to wear us. You can also get links to our merch page. 100% of the proceeds are donated. You can also find a link to Kelly Holloran or at Wildwood Owls shop on Etsy. She makes cool art for us. She also makes cool art in general. So check her out. There's also links to our discord server, our Facebook group for the boomers. And I don't know why you need it, but links to listen to us. We are, you can hear us anywhere. Podcasts are heard or streamed. Um, and yeah, that is, that is that on that. I'm very interested in this Lena Morgana. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally going to listen to some of these music videos and songs. I hope you do. Noelle. And I hope you find someone a little bit better to look up to. No. But okay. No. I would, you know, I wouldn't either because I'm old. We talked about this and I don't want to change. I want to be stuck in my ways. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, also like, I don't know. This comes back to my same, my, the question, right? Would you, uh, if you could, would you sell your soul to Satan to have anything you wanted? And my answer is always yes. Absolutely. A definite mm -hmm. yes. I would even just sell my soul to Satan to have like a $150,000 salary every year, honestly. Oh, I thought you were going to say something more like my new, like for a corn chip. Or that, honestly, just whatever's convenient. Like so if every food was vegan friendly, I could see you doing that. Yeah, a thousand percent. A thousand percent. So, so yeah, I'm kind of like hmm, Lady Gaga slay. But anyway, um, speaking of Lady Gaga and speaking of Illuminati conspiracies, um, now more than ever, just in case it is true, um, you just want to sell my soul, put it out there, totally up for sale, totally up for grabs, up for bids. Um, and with that, I will say, hail Satan. I'm going to say hail loyalty and friendship. I don't think I would kill you and stage your suicide just to get ahead in life. Unless you were like already dying of like cancer or something and you were like on your last leg and you were going to die with like in days anyway, then I probably would. Um, I mean, I wouldn't kill you. I definitely would kill maybe someone adjacent to us for sure. Oh yeah, that's easy. I know there's so like much better us and stuff. I've been, I'm one mild inconvenience away from like hexing anyone. No, oh, I'd be hexing all the time. Yeah, I know. So. You actually come in clutch when I need a good hex placed on someone. So, <laughs> this appreciate is Call me that. Up. Call me. I won't even charge you. I just do it because it makes me feel good. Yeah, just let me know the like materials needed if I do need to reimburse you, and I'd be happy to do it. No, I usually have it around. It's perfect. Um, okay, let's get the fuck out of here so I can listen to these songs. Okay, bye. Bye.